On today's episode of Locked on Canucks, the boys are back in town. A full training on ice session today in Burnaby. We will break all of the news and notes from that down. Bo Horvat talks to the media. And also, the rosters for the Young Stars Tournament in Penticton is released. It is Locked on Canucks, and it starts now. Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of Locked On Canucks, the show that keeps you locked in on all things Vancouver Canucks. Of course, I'm your host, Justin Pooney. I hope you guys had a wonderful weekend a relaxing weekend, the first weekend of NFL football. I know me, being a big Seahawks fan, last night was mad trill, uh, to quote uh, the rapper Drake. Uh, the Seahawks, of course, defeated former QB number one, Russell Wilson, in a amazing Monday night football game. But, of course, before we get into the NFL talk, we, of course, are locked on Canucks, the show, that keeps you locked in on all things Vancouver Canucks. I'm, of course, Justin Pooney, as I mentioned. You can find me at Twitter at underscore process sports. Our show's Twitter at Locked on Canucks. Please also like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. You just go to YouTube, type in Locked on Canucks. It's the first thing that shows up. You will find it there. Also, thank you for making Locked on Canucks your first listen of the day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast services. So, guys, as I mentioned, it was a busy, busy day today in uh, Vancouver. Well, Burnaby, as uh, they were playing at Scotia Barn, forming Norris Eight Rinks. There was a summer skate session. Uh, pretty much everybody is in town right now. There was even a full on-ice scrimmage for an hour. Um, you know, Elias Pedersen was back in town. Quinn Hughes was back in town. Oliver ekman Larson, Of course, JT Miller is back. Bo Horvat, Andre Kuzmenko has been around for a minute. Uh, Ilya Mikheyev, Vasily Podkolz, and Bo Horvat. The whole gang is here. Brock Besser is here. And I am so excited. When I mentioned this last week, I just want to retouch the, on this point, was the fact that these players are here, you know, two to three weeks before training camp starts, and we're about two weeks out from training camp right now, um, is very, very important. Well, eight to ten days away from training. But it's very, very important. I makes me feel that, A, these guys are committed. These guys are excited to get the season started. They are ready to rock and roll. And I think with Bruce Boudreau around and and in town, this season is going to get off to the right foot because these guys have just been building camaraderie and building chemistry and all that stuff before training camp even starts, when things will pick up and ramping up. But I just love what I'm seeing so far, all the highlights the Canucks are posting on social media. I'm excited. Uh, I can't wait for this season to start. Uh, It's funny. Just to touch back on the Seahawks game, uh, I put out a tweet saying, oh, you know, I, to the sporting gods, oh, hey, you know, it's me. I know I pray a lot about the Canucks and the Seahawks and ask a lot, excuse me. Um, but yesterday it kind of dawned on me that I'm not really worried about the Canucks this season. Maybe it's just because training camp hasn't started yet and the season is still, you know, a bit away. But 
I kind of figured that I kind of think the Canucks at this point are going to be a playoff team. I'm not too worried. I think they're going to compete. I think, you know, everything is trending in the right direction for this franchise and this team. It was the, actually the Seattle Seahawks. I said, I don't care if the Seahawks win another game this season. I just wanted to beat Russell Wilson and they did. So if they go one for 16, it's still uh, a W season for me. But for the Canucks, I think we all can attest that this team um, has a lot of good things going for them. So let's take a look at what happened today at the on-ice session. Well, Quinn Hughes was playing on the right side of defense. Um, that Now, I will, don't know if we want to read too much into this or, you know, or we think is this going to be indicative of what's going to happen with the season. But, of course, we all know uh, the Canucks are weak on the right side of defense. You know, they've been talks with Calvin DeHaan, P.K. Subban, who else is going to, you know, fill that void on the right side. So Quinn Hughes, as I mentioned, just came back, first skate, jumped onto the right side during that scrimmage on a pairing with Oliver Ekman Larson. I don't know how I feel about that pairing. Um, again, it's, I'm not trying to read too much into it, but if we're going to overanalyze and read too much into it, um, I think it could work. I mean, he's got, you know, the ability to skate on both sides of the ice. He definitely has the puck handling ability. So, could Quinn Hughes play on the right side with Oliver Ekman-Larsen? Um, I don't know. I think, like I said last year, I like I think the Tyler Myers-Oliver Ekman-Larsen pairing uh, last year was fairly efficient for a shutdown uh, pairing to go against other teams, you know, top lines or whatever, and just play a steady defensive game. I like what I saw from them last year. So I'm not too worried about that. Um, however, you know, he did have an impact. You know, he... Assisted on Vasily Paul Colson in his first goal of the scrimmage, you know. Then also looking at the other pairings, of course, with OEL Hughes, Tucker Pullman, who's back on the ice, which is good things to, which is a good sign for uh, the defenseman, was with Luke Shen, Kyle Burrows, and Jet Wu, um, and then Jack Rath, once one of the prospects were out there. Travis Dermott and Tyler Myers were not at the skate, um, but you can test that those two will slot into the top six. So it's nothing set in stone, but it was very interesting to see how. These, you know, Quinn Hughes trying out the right side. Uh, Bruce Boudreau was there, so you have to know that he might have, you know, said something about it. So it's very interesting to see, and always something to watch out for when it comes into training camp. Um, when we look at the other players, the new guys, uh, Andre Kuzmenko and Ilya Mikheyev both looked very good in this scrimmage, but all reports. Uh, he was, you know, Kuzmenko was on Pedersen's wing, and, you know, they combined for a nice goal on a two-on-one. And, you know, we we can see it now. And these informal skates and stuff like that, you're seeing um, that he has the NHL, uh, an NHL-level skill set. Uh, he handles the puck very well. He can make passes. Um, you know, he also he has an active stick on the defensive end. So I think for everything I've seen of Andre Kuzmenko, but again, it's just all been playing with kids, informal scrimmages, just flip-fooling around. I like what I see. And you know that skill set is there. There's a skill level there. He can play in the NHL. How is it going to translate to the game? I don't know. But everything so far is absolutely what we want to see. A guy that can play with a guy like Elias Pettersson and work some magic. And whether that's with Bo Horvat, Elias Pettersson, or wherever he plays this season, I believe he will make an impact. And then we look at Ilya Mikheyev. He's very fast. I saw some of the clips on Twitter. Uh, he's fast. like, And I don't mean just fast, fast. He's very, very fast. Like he had a breakaway opportunity um, and, you know, he would take three hard strides and blow right by the defenseman. 
And that is something that is very, very uh, impressive to see. Um, and finally, we got to see some prospects out there. Um, assistant general manager, director of player development, Ryan Johnson. Uh, you know, it was a good chance for some of these young stars to, you know, play uh, with the NHL guys. And of Arshdeep Baines, Surrey, BC native, scored a goal in the scrimmage uh, after he was set up by Vasily Pod Colson. Of course, Arshdeep Baines led the WHL in scoring last year, will be on the ice at the Penticton Young Stars Tournament. So nice boast, boot of confidence for him. Uh, other names that were around, uh, sorry, the other names that will be at the Young Stars Tournament, of course, are Jet Wu, Linus Carlson, Tristan Nielsen, uh, and Neil Zaman. It, it, there's going to be a lot of players, um, prospects, pulling up for the North, the Young Stars Tournament up in Penticton, which we'll touch on at the end of the show. Finally, let's just touch on what some of the players said. Uh, Elias Pedersen basically was talking about how he didn't play with much confidence at the beginning of the year, and it was kind of you know out of hand for him. And then uh, he you know got a rebirth and you know was able to play with more confidence at the end of the season. And basically said you know it's basically two different me's out there. I was playing with a lot more confidence in the second half, and so that right there is something that's very important to take notice of because. We want to see Elias Pedersen build upon that second half of the season and build upon where he showed glimpses and flashes and you know pretty consistent samples of how he can be a superstar player when the going gets tough and for a controlled season. Because as I, we all know, as he goes, so will the Canucks go in certain instances. And also, he's got a contract extension coming up. And I'm sure... He saw JT Miller just get paid. He's going to see Bo Horvat get paid. He knows that if he has a big year, he can reset the Canucks cap structure uh, and cash in big time. So that is that from today's scrimmages at Scotia Barn, which I will still always refer to as eight rinks. Uh, it's just a force of habit and it will never change. But coming up after the break, we're going to dive back into the captain because he also made some comments. And we're going to talk about Bo Horvat. But first, we have an important message from NHTSA. Are you one of those people who thinks it's okay to drive stone? What's the worst that can happen? You end up driving below the speed limit. It's no big deal, right? Wrong. The truth is your reaction times slow way down when you're high. You not only put yourself in danger, but everyone around you. Talk about a buzzkill. Stop kidding yourself. It's not okay to drive high. If you've been using marijuana in any form, don't get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different, drive high, get a DUI. <clears throat> and welcome back to Locked on Canucks, the show that keeps you locked in on all things Vancouver Canucks. As we mentioned, all, most of all the big name players are in town. Almost everybody is in, back in town uh, for the Canucks season, including Captain Bo Horvat, um, of course, the big talk is he finds himself one year away from unrestricted free agency. Um, you know, JT Miller's deal just got done. Um, and now all eyes focus on what's going to happen with the captain. What's the deal going to look like? Is he going to get signed? What's going to happen? So I'm a bit of a big proponent that Bo Horvat will get paid. And he said all the right things, as you mentioned in his comments, you know, saying, I want to be a Vancouver Canuck. I want to stay here. I love our group. 
Um, you know, his wife loves the city. Um, and if he wants to play for one team for his entire career, it would be the Vancouver Canucks. And he said it's a long process, and we'll see where it goes. Um, of course, you know, he just coming up a 52-point season. Um, but if he didn't get injured, he would have run the 67-point range. And we all know last week that Patrick Alvin, when he was talking about the core of the Vancouver Canucks, he mentioned the captain, Bo Horvat. Um, the 27-year-old, he's 27, guys. I know it feels like he's been around forever, and he has. He was drafted back in 2014. It's going to be almost 10 years. He's 27. Um, he's the captain. He's the he's the leader of this franchise, and he's not going anywhere. You know, he said, I'm excited for camp. I'm excited with the group. It's awesome being out there. You know, he was skated on Monday uh, and just having fun. When I look at this, right, when I look at it, he's going to have better line mates this year. He's probably going to play with Mikheyev and Kuzmenko, I think. Um, you know, they brought back JT Miller. Um, you know, he talked, you know, Horvath, of course, talked about having Miller back. Uh, you said Millsy and I have a good, good relationship and are great friends off the ice, which is surprising to a lot of people because, you know, was there reports that, you know, Bo Horvath and JT Miller didn't get along? Was there a leadership struggle? Um, when I think about this whole Bo Horvath situation, it's going to get done. It's just a matter of time. You know, we forget the last contract extension he got done, um, you know, was right at, right at training camp. So I believe that um, Horvat's deal will get done. Um, you know, they've, he's only been the postseason twice in his career in his eight years in Vancouver. And I think we're all at that point in time now, as, as much as Bo Horvat's grown over the last few years, we know that it's time for him to, um, you know, not for him, but he wants to win. The Canucks want to win. And this is something that this franchise needs to take that next step. Um when I look at, you know, he's played 572 games. He's, you know, he wants to be a Vancouver Canuck. And when I look at, he makes 5.5 million, right? Six years, 5.5 million in the last year. Where does he slot in? He's not going to get 8 million. He's not going to get, you know, five and a half. So he, where is he going to fit in? I think Horvat will probably get around 6.5 to 6.7. He'll probably slot in in and around the six and a half million dollar range, give a couple hundred thousand around there. Probably will be again, another five, a seven, eight year deal. You know, he's 27 by the end of that deal. He probably will be 34, 35, potentially getting another, you know, deal down the road. He won't be as old as JT Miller, but he will be at the end of his career. You can't lose this guy. You're not going to lose this guy. It's going to get done. Don't worry about it. Don't fret. I don't want to spend too much time on this because JT Miller will be around once this season starts, sorry, not JT Miller, Bo Horvath, excuse me, will be around when this season gets underway and for years to come. The captain is back. The Canucks core is going to be intact, and this team is going to be marching towards the playoffs. Um, coming up after this last break, I just want to touch on the Penticton Young Stars Tournament, which is back and is going to be very, very exciting. So stick around for that. And welcome back to Locked on Canucks, the show that keeps you locked in on all things Vancouver Canucks. Final segment of the show, we talked about Canucks scrimmage and all the news coming around there. Talk about Bo Horvat, you know, wanting to be a Canuck. The deal is going to get done. Uh, but let's talk about the future Canucks. So 
as I mentioned, a bunch of players are in town, including the young stars, which the young star, excuse me, the prospects, the baby Canucks are in town because the young stars classic is back and begins on Friday, just a few days from now. Uh, 26 players are scheduled to report to Penn Ticton, including 15 forwards, eight defensemen, and three goalies. Of course, I mentioned Archie Baines, Neil Zalman, Linus Carlson, who finished second in the Swedish Hockey League in goals, will also be present. Four of the Canucks, six players chosen at the draft, won't be in attendance due to um, other commitments, including first-rounder Jonathan Lechkermacki and Elias Pettersson. Goalie Ty Young uh, and Krill Kudretsov, the seventh-round pick, uh, will be the only players in attendance. Danila Klamovich, who the Canucks, of course, picked in 2021 in the second round, will be in Penticton after he played in Abbotsford last year. On top of it just being exciting to see young players like R.D. Baines and these other players, you know, play for the Canucks, have the Canucks in Penticton, it's just a great reason to have hockey back. You know, the Penticton Young Stars Tournament is back. And it's very affordable, and it's a great event for fans in the BC Okanagan who can't, you know, go down to Vancouver to watch the Canucks or watch, you know, the Oilers or Flames or whatever, right? It's very hard for them to go watch an NHL game, and now they can watch NHL Young Stars play. Um, whether that's, you know, like I said, it's going to be the Canucks, Flames, Oilers, and Jets. They'll all be playing this, and tickets are reasonably priced. So if you live in the BC Okanagan in Penticton, single game tickets are twenty six bucks for adults, fifteen bucks for kids and children. Uh, sorry, fifteen bucks for children twelve and under. Uh, like I said, the Canucks play Friday night against Calgary, then they play Sunday uh, afternoon against Winnipeg, and then they finish up Monday against Edmonton. They will be streamed live on Canucks.com, so you bet I will be watching that. And then, like I said, after that, guys, it's 10 days from today, training camp starts. Uh, it is going to be fast. It's going to be exciting because two days after that, 12 days from now, we have preseason hockey. So the regular season – sorry, the offseason is wrapping up. The regular season is around the way. The preseason's your training camp. Your hockey is back. I'm excited. I know you guys are excited. This is Locked On Canucks, the show that will keep you locked in on all things Vancouver Canucks. On tomorrow's episode, we'll have more about the Young Stars and Canucks, you know, news going on, informal scrimmages, and just a great landscape and get you more excited for this season to start. That is all the time we have for today on Locked On Canucks. I want to thank you for making Locked On Canucks your first listen of the day. Now, for your second listen, Locked On NHL, Locked On Experts give you a daily 30-minute podcast on all things NHL all year long. Stay up to date in the world, excuse me, in the hockey world. Locked On NHL, your daily 30-minute NHL podcast. Guys, take care, stay safe, and I will talk to you guys later.